0: Thank you to the Trader Talk sponsor Market Cipher. Market Cipher is an all-in-one trading indicator package that works for every market: Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and yes, traditional markets. Market Cipher has an 82% satisfaction rate with over 3,000 unique users comprised of both brand new and seasoned traders. You're probably thinking to yourself, what makes Market Cipher so unique, considering the market is flooded with indicators. Well, it has three main charting overlays that will give you the edge you need to sustain profitability. Market Cipher A, Market Cipher B, and Market Cipher SR all provide a range of indicators from oscillators, ribbons, waves, custom symbols, and more. Every trader needs an edge, and Market Cipher will give you an edge with everything you need to turn yourself into a profitable trader. Still not sold? Well, Market Cipher comes with plenty of tutorials, walkthroughs, paid professional support, and best of all, an amazing, positive community. As traders, having a community that we can go back and forth with and talk to, double check our confluence with our strategies and different indicators things we are seeing in the market is extremely important. Try Market Cipher today. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Trader Talk. Today, I have my buddy, Mr. Backwards. Mr. Backwards, Mr. Backwards, Mr. Backwards. Backwards. How are you doing today?
1: (laughs) I'm fine. Thanks for having me, Wendy. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I was trying to be funny because you had that little video posted like a couple weeks ago that you Uh, had.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a stupid little thing. I was trying to mimic it, mimic someone. And uh, yeah, just to show people how crazy things were like only a few months ago. Right.
0: Yeah, it's fun though. I like all, I like all the fun posting. It's, it's fun. But the purpose of this show is we're going to be finding a little bit more about you and your trading strategy. You've been in the space for a while. And I think that you've Uh-oh. got some value that you can kind of share with people or maybe inspire somebody and you know, maybe teach them a few lessons, um, especially any yeah. new people that are watching.
1: So here's what not to do So, (laughs) with Mr. Backwards,
0: okay. (laughs) Here's what not to do with Mr. Backwards. No, we'll (laughs) go ahead and get into that. So why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself um, that you're interested in sharing? Because we all know that um, Mr. Backwards may or may not be your real name. So.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, like after all these years, you even start to doubt that yourself, if it's not (laughs) your real name. Um, But yeah, uh, to give a quick summary, I... Like stumbled on on Bitcoin way too early in my life. Uh, with way too early, I'm meaning that I didn't have a cent to spend on anything else than 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 food and rent. So it was only like a few le- few years later. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. The the first actual step into crypto was in 2017, and it just started out as a as a noob looking for information on, on Twitter. Very dangerous place now and then. Um, but yeah, it, then I think it, I, I just was lucky by hopping in uh, uh, in the market at the right time. I mean, it was like April 2017, like early April. So yeah, I just went on to exchange and bought anything that was cheap, <laughs> like <laughs> and that was like uh, my my so-called strategy back in the day um
0: things are different though
1: <laughs> he things are very very different exactly and um so i think it was actually both a blessing to start off that way but also uh, a very uh, very hard start because you aren't able to actually learn because if if everything goes right straight from the from the get go, then you and you don't trip over your own mistakes for like maybe even a year, then it's very hard to uh, to adapt once the yeah bear market kicks in. So I, I had some problems with that.
0: No. no, that makes sense. I kind of feel the same. I got into crypto later. I first heard about Bitcoin like 2011. And when I first heard about it, I wish I would have bought. But when I first heard about it, I was just trying to, I think I was making like $8 an hour, something really ridiculous. Um, because I was working a minimum wage job and um, I couldn't afford to buy, like to even think about investing into some crazy eight, digital eight asset.
1: Yeah. Was that the minimum wage for uh, in, in the States? I,
0: I think so. I think when I was working, I was like, I was really young back then. I forget. That's what, that was like years and years ago, like 10 years ago. Now it's like 15 or something, but I, that's like how much I was making. And I barely had, I had enough money to like, like to buy groceries and to like give my husband who I was living with at the time we were still dating, but like to give, like pay the gas bill or something. Cause it's not a lot of money, especially in the United States. So I couldn't buy Bitcoin. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: i'm like i'm i'm really bad at uh at, at mouth math but i'm really? like right now i'm like calculating like that 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 that, that, that meme gif like how old is wendy like oh. eight, 10 years ago <laughs> minimum wage whoa bitcoin <laughs> when was bitcoin launched but uh, it's not fair to
0: to ask but yeah how old am be- i yeah I'll, I'll keep that secret for now okay, gotta keep okay. keep that on the deal um i look i'll i'll Um, give you guys a little secret I look a lot younger than what I actually am so yeah I'm old (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways anyways enough about a lady's age let's talk about um so you got into trading like April 2017 or did you just kind of Um, during April 2017 did you just start buying like whatever was cheap okay I
1: yeah exactly I wouldn't call it like trading you know I I was fed up with what I was doing. I was working at at the software company and the holiday pay, you know, in, in our country, we get a, like a, yeah, an extra holiday salary every, every, every year. And that came late uh, while I was already on a holiday. So I, it was, it was my only, like the first time I I ever had some, some spare change to, to spend. So I, I, I decided to, to spend it all on, um, on crypto it was like at the time i think it was like you know uh, maybe nine hundred or one thousand yeah. dollars and bitcoin was at the time was twelve hundred dollars and it's just yeah bought everything uh with it and eventually when prices surges then you are forced to trade because mm-hmm. yeah you get addicted to the rush of a pump so yeah naturally you're going to look to move off to, to, to roll, roll some profits over into, into new ones, but it was uh, yeah, it had no plan behind it. Um, so I think st- strategy and just like uh, getting the hang of trading really, or f- for me personally, really came with making mistakes a lot of mistakes and and like we have a saying or we have a saying like like, like a donkey uh, he makes only three times the the same mistake well i've i needed to make the mistakes like 10 times over the same mistake before i finally knew okay if i'm in this situation go out or or or, or move in,
0: for instance. Right. So where did you actually learn to trade? Like, did you just, was it on crypto Twitter, like seeing other people post charts or did you start reading books? Like, how did you actually learn to trade? Because it's one thing to 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 buy alts in the beginning of a bull market and then you become, a, you're automatically a genius because everything is pumping like crazy in crypto. We saw that in 2017. But now if you want to trade alts, you have to have some sort of skill to, to successfully trade yeah. because there's, what is, I think, we have like four thousand altcoins or seven thousand altcoins exactly,
1: exactly, and back in the day, the market wasn't so uh, diluted, so it was way more easy to just buy low and sell high. Um, but later on, I mostly focused on uh, fundamentals, mm-hmm. and uh, it was way more easy to to categorize. Like all all the 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 coins into different segments, like for instance, uh, um, supply chain coins or like privacy coins or whatever or mass coins at at the time. And if like like for now, uh, a DeFi is like super hot. Mm-hmm. So right now, for me, uh, it was just the, uh, uh, a a mission to find like very low supply, low cap. DeFi coins with a decent community and with an honest uh, team. And so you could call that trading or you could call that like following the popular trend, like not the actual price trend or or more technical uh, based uh, trends, but more what's hot. And that has always been my strategy. I mean, that's why I, I originally opened up Twitter and just looked for, okay, some clues about what's next. And I'm not the guy who is telling people what's next. Right. But I tried, I, I tried to, to pick it up. Like even uh, until today, I'm just copying what others do or groups do. I just try to pick my cherries and place my bets, so to say.
0: So you don't use a whole lot of like so you don't use a whole lot of technical analysis when you're trading, it's more well,
1: if i'm th- this is more for like opening uh, opening okay. positions, yeah, so I, I I really like to to get in positions early. Um, I refrain from actually day trading uh, altcoins. I'm not made for for day trading altcoins. Obviously, when I'm in in a trade and already made like a two or or three x. Um, and I see a clear technical level where I should place my, my stop loss, then it's the moment for me to apply uh, 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 technicals. But overall, I, yeah, I yeah, like to refrain from yeah, trying to, to be a, a TA wizard.
0: Yeah. Well, TA is hard. I mean, well, it's not, TA is not necessarily hard, but when you're trading you get all those emotions and stuff. So you first, you initially learned like at first it was kind of like gambling cuz you would go in you could log on crypto twitter or you know look for like low cap stuff which lo- looking for low cap stuff is a really great strategy like i remember when i first started my mentor was like go look at the back pages of coin market cap like page 8 page 9 page, i think there's like 20 pages now but he would say like go to those pages look at the really low cap stuff and then go to their website check out some of the fundamentals and look for you know x y and z and those are things that are going to be safer plays so it was always a low market cap stuff and then for from there you know you get in and then you t- to start to apply some technicals to the charts, especially you know after all that accumulation is done um, but what as far as um, are you re- are you really just trading like altcoins right now are you doing margin trading?
1: I do some uh, uh, margin trading, but uh, I, I think in a in a tweet I think it was last week i I clearly stated uh, I also mentioned that I'm not like the best trader out there definitely not. Uh, but I do like to uh, get in on uh, Bitcoin action uh, mm-hmm. trading uh, with, with margin. But I really see it as a as a like a a side business right. because I know it, I cannot sustain myself, or it's too too risky to uh, to to fully uh, focus my attention on 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 margin trading. So I that's what I always tell people who are new to to. To leverage training you know just approach it as a as a hobby as a, as a hobby where you just first want to try to master it and also and enjoy the process of like being wrong being right um but for me it always have been like most gains are being made in uh yeah entering entering uh altcoins early um yeah
0: so after you enter into an, into an altcoin early, like, do you use technical analysis to kind of determine where you should sell?
1: Um, well, what I've seen with altcoins is that mostly the fundamentals they form the technicals. So if yeah, th- those are always leading, especially with with low caps. So for me, it's it's. Um, Way more important to uh, to yeah test the waters and see what the sentiment is overall for a coin, and then maybe you can uh, apply TA on it. Uh, but I mean, in crypto, we've seen like so many head and shoulders patterns like just fail or being ignored or whatever. So yeah, to me, it's TA is mostly for for stop losses. Or okay, if it if it goes under there, then it's really bad, and then even then, I like to keep them re- really wide, or even like just manual. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not a big TA guy. Of, of course, I'm following other guys who apply like proper TA, not like the the moon Lambo TA. I am uh, <laughs> I, I am preaching preaching to. Uh, Check the sentiment.
0: No, sentiment is actually a really good indicator. Like if something is really, really bullish on crypto Twitter, because I do the I do like the Sunday night live streams where I take altcoin requests and stuff like that. And I can kind of tell like what alts were being shilled like on crypto Twitter, because then when people ask me to chart them, I could, I've seen that they've already pumped. Yeah. So it's, it's a good way to kind yeah. of, I don't want to necessarily, necessarily say counter trade, but sometimes people are like to counter trade the sentiment, what's, you know, yeah. the sentiment on crypto Twitter. Because people get, get, once they see that green candle, they get all excited and like, oh my God, gains. And like in my stream, I'm telling people, I'm like, guys, this thing has already pumped. Like there's other mm-hmm. coins out there that are probably going to pump next week. And when I say pump right now, I'm talking about 20 to 30%. 'Cause that's yeah. that's pretty reasonable for an altcoin. But I tell them, I'm like, just wait. Don't and don't buy now, because what happens is a lot of people end up buying those green candles once they top off and then they get their bag holders until the next cycle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll be but I mean like if you if you buy into a twenty percent candle and you feel you are wrecked off it's ten percent down later, but if you wait for two months, you would be up ten X what's the problem? But right. you know, that's, that, that's the, that's the best case scenario. But in a raging bull market, I think most, uh, TA charts are a self fulfilling prophecy. And I think people need to know that everyone with a big following who is actually, um, you know, sending out uh, charge charts is mostly to support their own positions.
0: And uh, right. that makes sense. I agree with that.
1: And it, th- there's nothing wrong with it, especially if, it, if the chart uh, makes sense. But uh, yeah, people should be aware of it.
0: No, that's a good thing that you said. And like me personally, like when I post, when I post charts, like if I have, I'll do, I'll take like coin requests, I'll do like three a week. So when I do a coin request and I'm not in that trade, I'll go ahead and put requests so people know it was a request. But if it's, if I'm posting a chart without the request on it, then I'm actually in that trade.
1: Yeah. I like, like, like for instance, people, uh, who chart like a, uh, a 5 million market cap coin. And it's on the verge of 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 breaking uh, breaking up a triangle. That guy would be like some kind of Robin Hood if he wouldn't take positions uh, himself first before tweeting it out. Right. And there's nothing wrong wrong with it. But be that guy. You know, be the guy who who uh, already uh, has a position. So, um, yeah. I think that's 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 very difficult for for newcomers to understand uh, that it's it it really pays off sometimes to just put in the work.
0: I agree. So let's talk a little bit. Um, I want to know your edge to your strategy you have, but let's talk a little bit about like your daily ritual. Like with with when you're interested in scanning the market. Like do you wake up, grab a cup of coffee, scan the market? Um, decide what that what you want to enter into like go ahead and talk to us about that whole process for you
1: yeah well for most of my positions i have like a um uh like a limit of how much profit i think is is reasonable so like for instance if i uh bought uh, coin a uh worth for one thousand dollars and every time, every time it goes up $1,200, I skim off the profit and um, I uh, collect it in that same portfolio to uh, uh, see if I can buy something from my watch list. So for every uh, uh, segment of crypto, for, so for instance, like a, a DeFi or like privacy coins or certain uh uh, ios or certain coins that are only available on certain exchanges i have like certain portfolios with uh uh, with separate uh bitcoin or ethereum reserved and uh uh, watch list so what i do uh make are uh, uh alerts for coins those are based on 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 ta on on price levels uh, for instance, if I like a project fundamentally, but uh, it, it, it yeah the price seems too high to to get in, then I just set set alarms uh, at what price it would be okay for me to 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 jump in, and so that yeah that's actually my my first step in the morning just to to scan all those lists, um, yeah.
0: That's actually a really interesting strategy. And I don't think there's a lot of gem hunters left anymore in crypto just because of the current state of the market and that we do have so many altcoins. So I think it's pretty cool that essentially like your trading journal, it sounds like is more of dedicated to investing in different alts and like saying, Okay, I like X, Y, and Z and then kind of placing them in different categories and then pulling profits from one from one project into things to your watch list. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, just like these 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 big caps like uh, Ethereum or, or even uh, 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 Tezos or, or uh, Monero, those kind of uh, of, uh, of coins, uh, those are just like long-term holds for me, or like long-term holds, mm-hmm. I, I I will hold them through the season. Uh, but on the other hand, there's also like a, a bigger part of my portfolio that's mostly about accumulating the next best coin. And make sure, uh, yeah, those positions are, yeah, uh, have a reasonable size. Um, because, yeah, that's where the money will be, in my opinion.
0: So, do you have any edge that you can give to the audience and look like for if they want to kind of take upon your trading strategy or your investment strategy that you do to help them?
1: Um, well i i have a very bad bad habit of over diversifying okay <laughs> and that's 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 mostly uh, mostly a uh, legacy of uh like holding holding bags over the top mm-hmm. um but I'm a proud bag holder <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, yeah so just make rules for everything you do that's like make rules uh regarding the amount of total positions you want to hold at at the same time. Uh, um, And also, in good times, make rules for yourself, like how to take profit and like actually how to to, to take profit. So not like when do I take profit, but how do I actually take the profit? Mm -hmm. Do I move the profit in Bitcoin onto my ledger? Do I take the profit uh, sell it for usd and buy myself a present or whatever so Game those bills. are very <laughs> yeah exactly but those are like very um important because in, in in the beginning i think most traders uh can understand it like the whole numbers on the screen meme you know like m- most of the time like profits or loss just a number on on the screen so mm-hmm. once you uh, yeah, you know, make it more feasible. Uh, things really change how you look, uh, to opening, opening new trades, but yeah, I don't have like a, like a, yeah.
0: So basically you have, you have like, well, no, you do have an edge because you have like, as an investor, you, you like to label things as in, in, in different sectors you're taking profit on things and then you're deciding whether you want to allocate that money to your ledger to reinvest and then to essentially pay bills. So to me, that's a strategy. And to me, that's an edge because some people they'll just trade and they don't have any idea where, where they're going to put their money. And sometimes they'll just leave it in crypto or they'll, you know, they'll leave it in Bitcoin. They'll leave it in USDT. So it's just there. They don't really have a specific strategy. So you do have a You do have an edge.
1: Thank you. You are you are the first one who told me I I have an edge.
0: You do. Obviously. That is an edge. <laughs> that is an edge. <laughs> I've 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 heard stories from people. They're like, what do I? Because I have a Telegram group. It's a free Telegram group, and everyone we just kind of hang out and we talk. There's like 200 people in there, but there's mm-hmm. some people that are asking me trading things, and I'm like, make sure you take profit, and they're like. Like what? What do you mean? Know. Take profit? Like you must. Know, I'm like no. You have to take profit. You have to yeah. figure out whether you what you want to spend this money on, like or where where you want to exactly. place it next. So yeah. the fact that you have yeah. like a strategy that's an edge.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean sometimes it's like because like I follow a whole bunch of very very smart people on uh, like
0: like on me right? I'm
1: like just like you. I'm just <laughs> no, but like you know like like all guys, you know guys that 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 are just like i don't know like modern day einsteins who would who like you know make a gazillion bucks every day with 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 being the, the smartest person on earth and i really admire them and also it sometimes it, it, it can also be a bit like okay so okay what what the fuck am i doing here you know i'm i'm just a uh a, a little fish in the pond but uh i've been swimming here for like almost uh yeah almost four years now and i'm f- yeah feeling uh feeling pretty happy about it well but, that's good yeah but it, it sometimes i i think for newcomers it can be uh especially crypto twitter it can be a little intimidating because mm-hmm. you see people flashing with with profits you know with, with 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 profits where some people can only dream of uh, they would make it like in, in in their whole lifetime and that can definitely uh make people uh make bad de- decisions well like, like it's over risk or something yeah
0: what we do need to understand too and to kind of tell the audience is that sometimes these things that you will see on crypto twitter the People that are flexing profit, some of those people aren't actually making that profit. Some of it's photoshopped.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, s- sometimes. But also, I mean, I've nothing against like flashing profits. It's nice. I mean, if you have good profit, flash it. Fucking cool. I would do it as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, j- just know that they only sh- show their winning trades like most mm-hmm. of the time. You have a, f- you have a, f- uh, a few guys like, uh, I think there's like uh, Rookie, XBT, and you have uh, Salsa. They are like very open about their wins and losses. I really respect that. important. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, uh, it can be a very dangerous uh, environment if you're new, new to trading. Uh, yeah, you can easily be lured into making bad decisions based on, okay, I want to be like that guy
0: right so when you do when you're when you're trading alts do you use any specific indicators to do that cuz me personally when i trade when i trade bitcoin i try to use like more of naked price action or naked charts to do that i've mm-hmm. i've kind of limited my indicators for bitcoin and it's helped me a lot but when i do alts i feel especially the really really low cap stuff where you're just seeing where you've got all those crazy wicks and you really have to zoom out i like to use like bollinger bands and ema and like macd cuz that kind of helps me determine where i think price is going to go
1: yeah, yeah. Well, in the beginning, I was also just like, just from some like easy, easy lines. Um, um, and I wasn't really into, you know, in, in the beginning, maybe use some RSI or, you know, that's it. Later on, I started to uh, work with uh, divergences. That's something I really like. Um, but lately, it's from a few friends of mine. I'm using uh, this indicator called M MCAST M K A S T, and it's like basically a indicator that
0: uh, does everything.
1: Yeah, does everything and has like, yeah, they. I mean, you have to set it like manually, but I've been working with an indicator for like over I, I, only two months now, but I really like it, and I just like simple stuff that either confirms my bias or uh uh yeah um tempers me down if i'm too uh, uh bullish or too bearish about uh about a certain uh certain project yeah i had yeah.
0: kong i had kong on i think he was like two episodes oh, yeah, prior yeah to. yeah he's, he's super awesome he's super knowledgeable he came in he really explained it yeah. and it's a really cool indicator
1: it's, it's, yeah definitely and it's, it's a great guy i mean he's like you know he's he got so so much knowledge but he's also like really friendly and just mm-hmm. sharing with with people so yeah that's the one i'm using um uh, not every day i have some some uh some pairs automated like eos but also in uh, bitcoin and ethereum mm-hmm. uh but i also use it for my to um monitor uh my position so if i entered a new position i had on my watch list for ages then i just monitor it with like uh, alerts if the um uh yeah if the alert or if the uh, indicator tells me to maybe add some more to my uh, to my position or sell some to yeah uh, open up new ones you've got a really
0: you've got a really simple strategy really it just kind of (laughs) yeah it's very like it's like low-key and it's like chill and it's just like you're like i'm gonna get up i'm gonna scan the market see how i handle my business and then like set it and forget it and just go about your day
1: yeah something something like that 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 makes it sound real easy but uh i think people also um should understand that i had so much luck uh, during the 2017-2018 uh, boom. It was like, yeah, there was like all those pumps, like XRB uh, to Nano, the Digibyte pump, the Tron pump from, I don't know, from, from 14 Satoshi to I don't know what. I, yeah, I took them all. And... So that, yeah, and so that also gives you a, yeah, a certain uh, margin for error to, to, to try. Hence the overexposure uh, or like the over diversification. Um, but even up until today, I still feel like okay, I'm just freestyling. I'm still looking for that, um, for that exact yeah method that I would call the Mr. Backwards method, like but I still haven't figured it out, but yeah um it's it's also about networking.
0: Mm-hmm. networking is very yeah. important in crypto a lot of people don't understand that uh, but we talk about it on this show a lot how it's important to have like a strong circle of friends or traders or people that you can kind of even if it's like for you for example like you're not really a traditional trader you're more of like a gem hunter but being able to have a strong circle of traders that you can maybe say hey this is what I found what do you guys think and get their feedback and then vice versa uh,
1: but no yeah you're you're totally right and um um you know like i i wouldn't um compare myself to a president but a president he's not the the best uh like uh private um warlord or the or the best this so he he has people around him mm-hmm. who he can uh like uh, inform uh man my english today um you can like ask them like what's what's next right so, yeah, networking.
0: So let's talk a little bit about um, some advice you want to give to anybody that's listening to this. So what advice would Grandpa Backwards give to Baby Backwards on the first day that you started trading what, to, or today? What would you go back and tell Baby Backwards?
1: Uh, I would tell my Baby Backwards if there is a, another, a second pandemic then, as soon as the first people cough, uh, sell, sell, sell everything. Okay. Then wait a bit, and then as soon as people are allowed back to, uh, yeah, to go into restaurants like, like, just, just with small groups, mm-hmm. buy everything. Like, yeah, and then after two weeks, sell everything. So that's that's now and then maybe start looking for uh, for some crypto positions but now uh no sorry I'm, I'm kidding but um i think the the best advice and it's like very simple is to always have a plan before you uh hit the buy button especially the the buy button and you know ha- have a plan when to when to exit uh, below or above your price and i think a lot of people who start out they they naturally assume the first trade will go perfect
0: nope
1: yeah Uh in my case it went perfect it went perfect for you know 12 straight months but wow. it was like no, i mean like for everyone who started back in in, in march 2017 you couldn't make a mistake uh, but now and especially if you st- if if you start out with a with a new trading stack you want to have a few wins in, in the beginning like if you start out with like six losses in a row or something uh, that's very demotivating it's very hard to keep your head straight and not make any bad decisions so I would say when you start out, be very conser- conservative and very um, tight with your with your stop losses. Like for instance, uh, I think for altcoin trading, allow yourself to only lose, for instance, five percent uh, or even maybe three percent on a on a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's or at least set a rule so you aren't surprised when you wake up the next day i agree (laughs) that's yeah that's the that's the best advice i can give because in the end if you you never know if you are if the uh, if you're starting in a new cycle in a new bull cycle sometimes it it takes a while so uh to stay alive is the most important thing because if you want to uh, be successful you you have to go through a uh through a bull market if you're look not a very um experienced trader because trading is short, a, a bear market is, is, is much harder for a novice trader so with keeping your risk management tight you can make sure your longevity uh, uh, is, is much longer
0: let's talk a little bit about risk management how do you manage your risk especially with alts because alts are so risky
1: yeah. Well, I have I I think I'm a bit unorthodox like with some positions. I'm just willing to lose it all. Um and that's mostly with like these 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 like micro low caps. Those are just like make or break it in investments, so to say. Um and for my bigger positions in like for instance uh, uh, Tezos, I mostly have a um, I divide my position for instance, okay 25% of my total holdings I would like to hold it no matter what because fundamentals or Mm -hmm. what if and on the other percentage like the other 75% that's the part of the of the holdings of of the yeah the altcoin bag i want to perform risk management on and the risk management is mostly based on sentiment and what other yeah what i uh, what price levels i've seen come across on uh uh, french charts or charts i uh, checked myself but there's no worse feeling then, like to me, then having a too tight uh, risk management applied on a certain coin you used to love, like fought for to finally acquire and then sell it because your stop loss got hit in the, in the night and then seeing it pump like crazy like two, two weeks after. So that's why I, um, I, I I only apply risk management on a certain uh, part of my uh, of my positions to always keep uh some people call it a moon bag but i like to keep a little bit a bit uh, bigger than that uh so you yeah won't miss out on your initial idea that's
0: actually a, that's actually a really good strategy um and a good way to manage risk because with crypto especially with alts it's just so it's kind of hard to gauge to see how how hard something is going to pump if it's going to be the next 100x or the next thousand x or even the next 10x or 5x so it's mm-hmm. hard to it's it's hard to gauge i mean obviously when we we go gem hunting and we like okay this looks really good it's got good fundamentals it's got a low market cap and you know da, 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 da. but at the end of the day you know we're seeing a lot of volatility in the market and we're seeing a lot of altcoins like even like i want to say maybe a couple months ago this kind of stopped but up until a couple months ago we saw a lot of altcoins like hitting historic lows and that point yeah. got scary to where you're like okay is this thing going to like plummet and break and then i'm going to be super wrecked like i want to say there's a couple coins that went negative is it i think there was i think messiah had posted something he's like oh my god this went negative i think it was him that posted it <laughs>
1: black oil yeah I don't know, maybe it was a meme but I, I, I
0: don't i don't know i wouldn't be surprised it's crypto
1: <laughs> because coins can't go negative
0: no i think this coin went it like went it totally went it went negative i forget which one it is i'm gonna have to reach out to him and ask him but it was like it like dumped. <laughs> like it just dumped super super hard like it was it was crazy and i be, think it
1: because what Oh yeah, because one thing I, I know for sure there's no single exchange out there who's going to pay you if you want to own a coin. I don't
0: know. Maybe it was a meme. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember I just remember yeah. doing like I stopped doing altcoin requests for a while because things would just like it was just bearish. It was just like told like the market yeah. looked like garbage. And I wanna say there was like one coin to where it went. It like I did something. Maybe it wasn't negative. I don't know, but maybe it was a meme. But it uh, I didn't, didn't oil go negative?
1: Yeah, oil did go negative but that is like uh has a certain logic behind it you know because it has to it has to be stored Mm -hmm. and people you know didn't want to own oil so you know you had to pay actually you have to pay people to to store your oil like in other way around but like since uh we are dealing with non tangible coins you know that that's no no issue so hence the my skepticism of why it wasn't below zero
0: can you imagine but, can but, you imagine cz paying somebody to hold the coin
1: <laughs> oh yeah well that, that yeah that would be uh the end of crypto maybe <laughs> but now but uh, right now things are looking bullish mm-hmm. but i'm i'm definitely not convinced yet i mean yes people are making a lot of money People making 10x's here, 2x's there. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin, you know, just stabbed through 10k, moved back down. But there's so much going on in the world right now. And retail didn't re enter crypto yet.
0: Correct. They have not. We're still waiting.
1: So, exactly. So, if they do, that would be to me the true boom market like start or confirmation mm-hmm. but until that happened i think we're not out of the woods yet so yeah it's uh, it's a, definitely a much more exciting time than it was like a few weeks ago or a few months ago but i'm still a bit yeah wary about where we are and where we, we will be uh, in, in a few months
0: so before we get going here i have to ask what is your bet? What was your best trade and your worst trade?
1: Hmm. I think my. I think my best trade was uh, um, XRB, mm-hmm. XRB that later uh, rebranded into Nano. Um, that was, I don't even know. Was it a? I think it was a two 200- hundred forty six x something like that wow. oh yeah something i think something like that, so it was really nice it was uh um and my worst trade I think all the others <laughs> no, no, no just made one good trade that's it, and then there's uh that that no um yeah my my worst trade, yeah, I think one uh well as i told you before like i have this strategy like with like especially with low caps it's like boom or bust Mm -hmm. so to me if some if if something goes like bust it's like already calculated so i'm not like you know because i never go uh go in big on those projects Mm -hmm. they all have like the the same amount of, of 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 starting capital I'm willing to lose. Uh, so, especially when I started out with margin trading, for instance, there I made some stupid mi- mistakes.
0: We all have. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, like you know, like uh, okay, if you just like stubborn, sticking, sticking to your Buddhist bias, and and just like you know, adding, adding more when it drops, adding more when it drops, etc., et and then when it final drops, it poof, it's gone. Uh, That was a big lesson, I think it was in uh, the summer of 2018. Uh, Yeah, it was a big lesson. Also not not taking profit. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think the the worst trades... um, That's a good one, but I think there is one altcoin. Oh yeah, it was uh, Verge. Ooh. so uh, yeah i had verge because i made a killing on digibyte it pumped like like crazy mm-hmm. and i think it was around that time and i moved some funds into verge i think it was like one satoshi at, at the time so i thought okay one satoshi is uh no super cheap let's get some and then it turned into three satoshi it's so like like oh wow that's uh that's a pretty good return. Yeah. If you make a three X, that's, uh, that, that's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I sold, I, I sold everything.
0: Oh no. And,
1: uh, yeah. And, like, like everything. And then, uh, then uh, yeah. Then, uh, John, our beloved John McAfee came and he pumped that little thing, uh, up, up, up into 2000 Satoshi. Oh, so yeah, that would have made me definitely a, uh, a very wealthy uh man maybe not the nicest person so maybe i also have to thank john for keeping my feet to the ground because of that but um that was also the exact moment when i told myself okay from now on you never sell every everything if it's not necessary
0: mm-hmm. moon bag moon bag moon bag
1: <laughs> yeah moon bag even if your moon bag you know is only Depending on your, you know, on how big your portfolio is, but I mean, even if your moon bag is like ten worth ten bucks, well, ten bucks times two thousand is decent money. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, that that was a big lesson, and I think that was my worst, well, quote unquote, trade in hindsight.
0: Yeah. Well, I actually was able to ride that Verge pump up when I when I first got in, which was awesome. So thank you, John McAfee. It wasn't a big position. <laughs> I think it was only like I think it was only like a hundred dollars or something at the time because I had just yeah, got well, it. i just i just got into crypto so i you know i did i did good on it but it wasn't like crazy crazy gains but if you guys that are listening to this or watching if you guys don't know what a moon bag is a moon bag is so important it is so important especially if you're in crypto even if you're margin trading bitcoin what a moon bag is is basically you buy a coin or you invest in a coin you wait for it to run up whether you're trading it or hodling it whatever it is you take your profit but you take enough profit to where you're able to completely pay for the trade. You're able to pay yourself. You're able to pay for your time. And then you have this bag of coins that is essentially you own free. It's completely free because you've pulled out enough profit to where this this bag is free. And what you do is you just kind of put it aside and then you wait you wait even if it's four years or however many years it needs to be you wait and then if that coin ends up doing well one day you've got you've got like free profit free money that's not guaranteed to work all the time but it can be a game changer
1: yeah no definitely definitely and it's 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 always up to you but if you're if you're not not sure or like i mean if a project is like clearly exit scamming, for instance, oh yeah, or yeah. like is like uh, or like you were in a project like BitConnect. Okay, feel free to not own a moon bag for that. but
0: BitConnect is still. I think it's still. It's it's still on the market. I want to say it is.
1: Okay, then also for BitConnect, keep a moon bag. No. <laughs> okay.
0: But yeah anyways well thank you so much mr backwards for coming on and talking to us about your specific strategy it's a little bit different than the other people that i've had on the show so it's good to it's good to hear from other people and i hope by the time i get this episode out it is alt season so people can really learn from this episode
1: that would be awesome and i really hope uh, your audience uh, yeah could understand anything of my backwards english because sometimes it's uh, it's, it's terrible i need to work on that uh, oh, thank you for having me uh, you're Wendy. welcome
0: oh well, before we go do you want to show yourself do you have do you want people just follow you on twitter i want to say you have a medium um to where you write articles and stuff do you have a product you're selling like anything yeah. like that
1: well i'm i'm starting uh uh with i actually launched my own like interview podcast like nice. uh like a week ago did an interview with uh chromia uh went pretty pretty well and from next week, I will be launching a whole new podcast series called Backwards Banter, and uh, yeah, it's something uh, something really refreshing, and uh, you should uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, other than that, no, just stay safe, uh, don't rush, and take some profit every now and then.
0: Well, thank you so much again. Have a great rest of your day.